can Fozzie Bear be the ref? And every time there's a travel, he goes, hey, waka waka. That shouldn't be as funny as it is. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another quarantine <laughs> edition of Just in the Nick of Time, where we actually have news. So, hey. so let's get through that boring stuff before we can talk about the utter madness that you've come to expect and love from this show, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> All I right. do I do have some pointless episode topics in the vault, but but right now our primary topic of Husker football just got its biggest news since the season ended, basically. I just want to throw out there that for our primary topic, we very rarely address it during the offseason. <laughs> well, has there been? I'm sure there's been recruiting news that I'm not even paying attention to. We Bill don't Moose even- has said things <laughs> yes why did you tell us about one of those things justin well on june 1st football and basketball players at unl can start returning for voluntary practices i assume these are still voluntary in the same way that a coach can volunteer to not play you if you don't show up but bill moose has said in his little presser that he's like i'm not going to just call the linebacker from Texas and say, you need to get your butt in here right now. You know, this, this has to be a choice. Believe that if you want to. I'm just saying that yeah. <laughs> hard-nosed football guy was not the tone given in some of those quotes. But we're back. Like, this, we, we had no spring practice because of COVID, and now we are doing whatever socially distanced early summer workouts are possible. And this is the first important step on playing football this year. Yeah. I have thoughts. Do you have thoughts? Yes. I have a couple hypotheticals too. Okay. Ooh, I like hypotheticals. Let's start there. Okay. So, well, SEC schools are back now and a lot of teams are starting to go back again. So this seems like all intentions are football season will start on time. But in all honesty, two months of practice is not enough to get a whole football team into shape, and football is going to be sloppy. So if we go less than 500 again this year, does Scott Frost get sort of a pass because of the circumstances? Absolutely, absolutely. He absolutely takes the pass. And I, so I don't necessarily – there's what I think happens, and then there's like what – in a perfect world, I think people would think. Mm-hmm. From, and this is again where my like, I have a slightly different perspective on sports than I think most like sports writers do. Because um, I watch different sports than most really sports inundated people, and I'm less connected to that whole thing. But I think absolutely he takes that out. He just says, listen, it was a weird year. Uh, and there's going to be all kinds of examples of really good teams that play terrible, right? So terrible teams that play terribly get to say, hey, maybe we were a really good team that just happened to play terribly. College football is, I think, going to be really interesting this year Mm -hmm. because it's going to, like, I am fascinated for when American sports come back, and we'll talk about this as the whole thing goes on. And and I've kind of touched on this before. I'm interested at what um, American sports look like totally stripped of the other stuff right and do i like it more 
or do I like it less? And where am I at when you take all the bull crap away? When you take the fans out, when you take the inordinately long practices out, in a lot of ways, this is a step back in time. Yes. Right? This is going to be as close as we ever get to watching, like, the Lincoln YMCA play the Omaha YMCA in, like, the first Nebraska football game ever. The Omaha Balloon Club. Is that who we played? No, Omaha Lincoln YMCA was, like, our first game, and then Omaha Balloon Club we played, like, three games later. Nice. Nice. Can we please tell me that the Buggy Dears beat the Omaha Balloon Club? Going to look it up now? Justin, 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 we're starting a soccer team. It's going to be called Omaha Balloon Club. The Omaha FC. Balloon Club FC. OBMC! Ob- Let's go! Hello, Hashtag Union Omaha. I've, I've got some branding ideas. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then we could have like the East Nebraska Derby every year <laughs> between Bug Eaters FC and Omaha Balloon Club FC. Where do the, I get some OBFs? OBCFC. We won 36 to nothing. Mm. Love it. Love it. What other fun teams did we play back in the 1890s? God. We won 6 to 4 against the Kansas City Medical College. So. I imagine one touchdown and a missed extra point to two safeties against us from the Kansas City Medical College. Yes. <sighs> All if, right. If it makes you feel any better, we lost 24 nothing to them the very next year. So I've got to imagine that, like, the drive to Kansas City in 18 whatever had to be, like, a bit. Yeah. Right? Like, you couldn't, that was not a hop, skip, and a jump. You couldn't just run down to Kaufman. Like, it didn't exist. And also, you could get dysentery on the way. But anyway, yeah, I think that football this year is going to resemble, like, an older, more interest, like, in a really interesting way, an older form of the product. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to that in some senses. I'm hopeful that some amount of fans will be able to be in the stadium. I'm hopeful. I'm just going to say this publicly because I believe it strongly, I'm hopeful that students get some fair shake in that regard. Uh, I understand that our tickets are not as expensive, but I also would argue that as far as uh, the atmosphere in that stadium, somebody's carrying it. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that as a group, we are all hanging out together and talking to each other and all up in each other's grills anyway. So to uh, just pack that into Memorial Stadium, keep us sectioned off, doesn't seem that unsafe to me. No. But we will... Uh, my, my, my one little thing is I think the NCAA might make a universal mandate on, like, no fans or the amount of fans because if some teams can have fans and some teams don't, that basically says some teams just don't get any home field advantage at all throughout the whole season, and I don't think they'd like that. Yeah. Um, in Nebraska college news today, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you saw this, but state colleges, so Peru, Wayne, and Chadron, are going back, uh, I think, like right after Labor Day. 
and then they're start they're ending the semester before Thanksgiving. So it's the Notre Dame plan. I think Notre Dame doesn't don't they start two weeks earlier than they normally would, and then finish right, up which is like I think like right after. Let me. It's like August sixteenth or something like that is when they're going back. I can't believe in like. 1894, we only beat Lincoln High 8-0. Like, come on. They're high schoolers. I think about the kind of people going out for football in college. <laughs> in, like, 18-whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I kind of love about football? Is that, like, even in its infancy, it was a partisan thing in the United States. Like... Like, Teddy Roosevelt, like, single-handedly saved it by being like, hey, how about you guys don't, like, murder each other and, like, leave each other's brains on the field? And that way we'll still let you, you know, give each other brain disorders we won't understand for another 120 years. And then the forward pass. That went under so many. Oh, my God. On October 28th, 1905, Nebraska beat Creighton <laughs> in football. Guess the score. <gasps> Nothing can prepare you for this answer. We beat Creighton in football. Guess the score. 56 to 0. 102 to 0. Yes! I have never been so happy about a game that happened so long ago. 100. <laughs> Two hundred and two to zero. How does that happen? If, if Creighton formed a makeshift football team and shoved him up against today's Huskers, I'm still not sure we'd get 102 on. I'm not sure we'd win. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly wouldn't shut him out. And we certainly wouldn't hang 102 on him. I need to find everything I can about this thing. Tight end, and we still might not win. (laughs) Shout out to Phil if he listens to the show. Yes. (laughs) He'll be the tight end and the quarterback all at once. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm going to find as much information as I can about this. (laughs) Okay, we got to do a podcast, though. (laughs) So what were were you saying before I... I was trying to figure out when Notre Dame goes back. But yeah, anyway, state colleges are going back early. Now, the university system is separate from that and has a totally different decision-making process, but it's got to weigh on your minds the same way that the California decision must have weighed on other California schools. Now, they did say they're going back, they're looking at athletics, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it seems... Interesting, if for no other reason than we're both UNL students, and mm-hmm. oh my god, I want to go back to school. Um, Can I read the first paragraph of a newspaper okay. article about the game? What newspaper? Um, Omaha World Herald. Nice, okay. A whirlwind wearing red striped stockings and twilled hair tucked under leather Taps appeared on the Vinton Street lot Saturday afternoon, and after it had passed, it left a few battered-looking men, labeled Creighton, scattered about the field. There never was such a slaughter of long-haired football bruisers seen in Omaha. (laughs) 
That makes me so happy. <laughs> oh my god, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. That was poetry. I'm gonna frame it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, so I vlog held that Creighton should have the, like state mandated by the legislature to have a football team so that we can be the out of them whatever we want. Uh, like they should just be a preseason opponent every single year. Now it doesn't surprise me that they quit because what can you do after 103 to nothing? Wait, 103? I thought you said 102. Some sources say it's 103. Oh my god, Justin, like we don't need to tell big fish stories. It's already 102 points. (laughs) Some say 103. Yeah. Did this happen? Like, did this happen well this is kind of like that devry university basketball game it's like 300 to like 212 well the omaha world herald the omaha b which that was a newspaper once and the daily nebraskan all say it did the omaha b has it at 102 to nothing where the world herald says 103 nothing ah i'm gonna take the paper that's still a thing (laughs) Because I like the answer better. Why did we get rid of the Omaha B? That's such a better name. Hashtag bring back the B. Bring back the B. James Union Omaha is named a BFC. But instead of it being BFC, it's like BFC. It'll be great. When they come back, we should go to a Union Omaha. Oh, absolutely. Oh, love this Midwest soccer. I think, I think we need more, like Nick and Justin in the field episodes. Like we haven't done one of those since College Game Day, which was an experience. So, hey, college Game Day went to us last year. Remember that? <laughs> I will never forget. In so many ways, I will never forget that literal forty-eight hour experience. Yep. God, that was a mess. That whole thing. Like, I just, it happened. Like, the thing is, I don't think that, like, we had a particularly weird experience with that. Like, it was up there in one of the most surreal experiences of my life. Just the whole, like, oh, my God, I have not slept at all. Oh my god, it's freezing out here. Oh my god, I can't move and it's four in the morning and I'm like constricted by other human beings and cannot like Yeah. yeah. It was a lot, man. Standing in the line for two hours watching nothing but the Cal Arizona State replay on a small TV screen. (laughs) And then two hours later we're told the line doesn't matter. It's all for yourself. Yeah, well, and we were in that line for way more than two hours. No, well, well, it was two hours when everybody decided we're standing up now for some reason. Remember that? Right. Yes. Why was that? I don't Whose know. idea was that? <laughs> uh, like, who? Because clearly it wasn't like the, oh, by the way, that's the worst security presence I've ever seen at an event in my life. Mad respect to the state patrol and LPD who are actually doing things, 
but like the mercenary hands from ESPN were not about to wade into that crowd of people. That I, I is can, what I a minimum a wage worker looks guard. like. You I are a hero. Better. An I essential worker college game day staff. <laughs> I could absolutely do a better job of securing that stadium and that like corral of people, which they called a corral. Like that was the technical term they were using. We were cattle. God, it was bananas. And then like, like, families were like ripped apart once you got inside like yes. people rose away from each other like it was ellis island going on right there man like like people got their last names changed forever like it was it was bananas ah we won't do that this year no nope. for multiple I reasons la- i don't like okay here's what i want to do I want to travel to college game day at a totally normal university. Like, when they inevitably send it to, like, SDSU, let's go there. They just did last year. I know, but they send it to, like, some small Midwestern, like, Division II school all the time, right? Yes, yes, they normally do one FCS slash group of five team a year. Like, whoever the big story is, yeah. And it's always like North Dakota. Yeah, North like Dakota State's got like football four. for a small school. They've won like seven of the last eight FCS championships. Right. So we'll go to North Dakota and we'll see if they're as freaking crazy in Fargo as they are in Lincoln. But the thing is, North Dakota's had it like five times, which sounds so yeah. surreal to say that freaking Fargo, North Dakota has hosted College Game Day more times in the past few years than Lincoln, Nebraska has. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't fact-checked that that university is in Fargo, North Dakota, but there are no other cities in North Dakota. So it's true. It seems like there are a lot of options. I've got family in Fargo. It's there. <laughs> family in Fargo definitely sounds like an 80s buddy comedy. <laughs> right? Like, Chevy Chase was definitely in that movie. With, like, a sad dead Aykroyd. No. Yeah. It's got, like, half a star on IMDb. But the soundtrack like, slaps. Oh, absolutely. Because it's all, like, Paul Simon bass licks. Like, you can call me Al is somehow unnecessarily involved. And, like, Chevy Chase is dancing, but Aykroyd's just sobbing. And, like... They're in like they're in like a family station wagon and like there's a dead body because of course there is because Chevy Chase's whole career was like he makes a vacation and then just decides to make vacation again and again and again and again and then he went on community for like two seasons and about how much he hated it and then retired <laughs> <laughs> available to own now on DVD oh god no. Dan Aykroyd sued so there wasn't a DVD release it's just a few scattered VHS tapes at Goodwill now <laughs> the last blockbuster in the world in like probably it's... Fargo <laughs> I, I, I watched a video where these guys do a road trip to the last blockbuster in the US <laughs> 
It's in Oregon. They bought Paddington 2 and left. <laughs> Justin, we should go to the world's last blockbuster. We should. Do an on-location episode. It's oh pretty nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Justin, think of time. At the movies. <laughs> At the movies. It would be great. <laughs> Here's my thing. You know how people are, like, able to buy, like, the discs from Redbox? I want to buy a red box. Like I want to purchase a red box machine in which to keep all my DVDs. And then I just want to get like one of those things that they've got at like sketchy old stores where it's like a quarter on a string where you like pop it in and pull it back, but it's it's a MasterCard now. And like, so you pay yourself to watch movies that you bought. Yeah, the, the online ledger is going to be like $1 lost, Redbox, your house. $1 gain from the Redbox at your house. But Congratulations, where, small business Where does the owner. sale tax go? To me. Because <laughs> I'm also starting my own municipality just for the Redbox. <laughs> It'll be great. How did we get here? you know that talking Heads song once in a lifetime i don't like the talking heads the talking heads are the most justin slipitchka band in the world how do you not like the talking heads they're just kind of boring i like i I like music that's inspired by them i like lcd sound system a lot but i tried listening to them and i'm just like i'm not enjoying this but you may find yourself Living in a shotgun shack. No. Once in a lifetime should be your theme song. Like, I'll, the most... I'll, I'll watch it and see if I remember what it is, but... It's the crazy video where the guy's wearing a suit and acting like a preacher, and he's, like, like running and, like, dipping across the screen like a madman. Okay. Fine. No, you disappoint me in so many ways, child. So Husker football's back. It's going to be interesting. I think yes. Scott can absolutely blame his failures on COVID. Yes. Is going imagine- to be interesting? Sorry, I have a hypothetical real quick. Oh, yeah, go for it. What if we're, like, good? <laughs> like, just, again, this is hypothetical. We're in dreamland here. But, like... What is a Husker fan supposed to make of it if we play good football in I, the weirdest season ever? I'd love it so much. Because cause yeah. as, we'll, cause as we'll get to when we'll talk to the NBA, p- playoffs potentially starting in a bit. Like, basically... <laughs> so I'll just say my point then now, because I think it applies. If the NBA does do its quarantine playoffs in whatever format they choose, where half of the basketball fans are going to have to asterisk the title anyways. I would be so happy if the Miami Heat won what's so obviously a makeshift title. And everyone was mad about it. So if it Nebraska very Miami Heat. Yes. So if Nebraska wins, like even the Big Ten West in the stupidest year possible. Oh I'm, yeah. That'd be the most fun. The Iowa fans being like this doesn't count and we're like, guess what? Here's the trophy. 
You started right. practice eight days after us. You deserve this. That's what eight more days of work does. Let's go. <laughs> I would never shut up about it. Oh, God. I, this would be more than all the achievements, all the wins I've ever watched in Husker football put together. Just like even if we like just beat Iowa this year. Because you know they're going to be like, but it was such a weird year, man. And we're going to be like, uh, I'm sorry. The score sheet says we beat you. And did you know 100 years ago we beat Creighton 103 to 0? The Husker football project is complete. Like, we're done. We have reached the pinnacle. We, we need to hang that, like, on the banner of the stadium. Like, national champions, conference champions, beat Creighton 103 to nothing. <laughs> Won the Big Ten Run. West during COVID. Destroyed the Creighton football program. Single-handedly ripped it to shreds. No, I think it's going to be interesting our team for the first time looks slightly less young this year, I think. Right. Yes. Like we have some legitimate returners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I on think the offense. A lot of Adrian West is having people leave. Yeah. I know. I know I was going through a little bit of a turnover. Even though I could be thinking a couple of years <laughs> ago, Iowa, uh, Jonathan Taylor's no longer at Wisconsin. So We'll get to have a new running That's back nice. break our hearts this year. Um, hey. Remember Melvin Gordon? <laughs> try not to. <laughs> right. I, I do believe that we were the second youngest team in the Big Ten last year. That's a fact that I think I read somewhere a couple months ago, and I'm not going to bother finding it again. So take that as you hey. will. <laughs> Hardcore commitment to, to quality journalism here at Just in the Nick of Time. <laughs> Only the best. <laughs> Oh God. Um But yeah, so but if we're good this year, I think that gives Frost the goodwill to miss a bowl game in the next normal season. Yep. yep. Like- I think in fact I think he probably gets a couple normal seasons because the way it gets spun. Like so one of the things that frustrates me is like I think the narrative around Husker fans is that, like, when, when coaches start to fail, they're on a short leash. But I do think, with the exception of Bo Pelini, because he was being awful, like, like just not a good dude to people, especially as that whole thing kind of went the way it looked like it was going to go, he got worse and worse. But I think generally, Husker fans are pretty quick to be like, hey, we're happy when we win games. We're engaged. We're excited, and we're thankful. And like, I think that the goodwill that one good season could buy Scott Frost could go a long way. Yes, especially since we haven't tasted anything close to success since like Mike Riley's second year, since Bo Pelini, since Frank Solich, and like, would would we have kept Bo? And we may have talked about this on the pod before, but I forget what you said. So. Would we have kept Bo if it hadn't been for that Texas game that went the other way? Like, if we had won that game against Texas, uh, do you think we would have given Bo more leash? If he, if he won against Texas, he does not get fired when he did. Right. Like, because he probably has a totally different relationship following the Texas game. Mm-hmm. 
Well, but if he does win that conference championship, it was a conference championship we had no business even being that competitive in, and by all means should have won. If, if we do pull that game out, that's obviously the biggest achievement this millennium for Husker football. <laughs> God, that's sad. That is sad, but that's true. And I think that gives him a lot of time before fans start to expect it again. Like, yeah, because because if we won that game, that would have been a total. We were an amazing team that year, but that would have been a total fluke win. Like we had no business competing with Texas in that right. game. They were number two in the country. We lost to Iowa State that year. You know, right. And, <laughs> so if we win that game, Husker fans are starting to get. They're going to get more expectations. Expectations are going to, going to be way higher than just making it again. We're going to want to win it again. But yeah. you could also make the argument that if we win that game, we're not looking to dart out of the Big 12. Yeah, we just won it, damn it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, although, honestly, maybe we are. Realistically, like, uh, we probably would have looked even more attractive to the Big Ten. Yes, but, and we whole, look- but like the whole thing was Texas is going to start their own network they're going to be their own brand i don't know if that brand's as as strong as it is if they just lost the conference championship to an eight and four nebraska hmm that's interesting that is interesting like if, if that's the last time people saw them like if they've also th- kind of sucked since then yep they've won one sugar bowl and that's about it and, yeah, they, they had a serious shot at beating Alabama that year until Colt McCoy got hurt. So Texas was far away one of the best teams in the country that year. So that was the perfect year for them to launch the network while Texas was still this huge brand. And if Texas loses that game, they're likely unmotivated in their bowl game and lose that, and Alabama eviscerates Cincinnati in the national championship game. Because that's who would have made it had we won. Was from the Big East, Cincinnati. That's tragic. I know. We could have had Cincinnati. Oh, my God. That game just got sadder. I know. (laughs) That's so disappointing to me, too. It's like we ruined Cincinnati's one chance at a natty. They weren't going to win. Going. But going. But Cincinnati is projected to be the best group of five team this year, according to a lot of pundits who study that stuff. And we play them week two, so. Oh, bummer. I thought we were going to go to Cincinnati for college game day. That's what, that's what you were going to say next. <laughs> they have chili that they put on spaghetti or something crazy like that. Skyline chili. <laughs> Which, like, it's adorable that they think their skyline is impressive enough that they need to name something after it. <laughs> name, one, name one building in Cincinnati. Probably a chili restaurant. <laughs> It puts that on spaghetti because what the hell which is pretty good i don't know if you've ever actually had it but it's solid i might have yeah, it's not bad I, there's definitely it's worse like it's, mismatches of food out there it's chili mac right like but with longer noodles and what you got to do is put a bunch of cheese and onions on it but like it's fine <laughs> Head out of the dining hall once of all places. Oh, so it wasn't authentic Cincinnati skyline. 
So, okay, but, like, what else are you going to do to this dish? It's noodles and chili. We, like, I don't know how one makes it about them. In 2021, where we go at Cincinnati, we should go there, buy Skyline Chili, yes. and get a cinnamon yes. roll with it, and just watch Cincinnatians marvel at like, us. At us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like... Along with beer cheese soup, like Skyline Chili is one of those foods that I just cannot believe someone came up with while they were sober. You have to be to think that it's a good idea to put like beer and cheese in a pot and melt that down and then serve it to people and be like, "This is food." Is that from Wisconsin? It is from Wisconsin. I know it. My favorite part about the fact that it's from Wisconsin is that in Wisconsin, they cut up sausages and put that in there, too. So it's just, like, all levels of, like... Have you ever had beer cheese soup, though? It's okay. The thing you have to do, and this is going to be the most Midwestern thing I ever say, the thing you have to do is mix, like, one part beer cheese with two parts chili. Oh no. That's really good. Because it's just like a cheesy, it's like a queso soup now. It's incredible. And put that over noodles. And no, no, okay. Bridge too far. You can only do one crazy upper Midwestern thing at once. And make that the rivalry trophy for Wisconsin Ohio State. I feel like Ohio State is like not connected to Cincinnati in any way. Like, Columbus is probably one of America's top ten. Like, this is a college town for the sake of being a college town. There is no other reason for this town. Towns. Which, in Lincoln's defense, I don't think it is. No, we're, like, we're, we're a small, we're a college big town. town. Yeah, we're America's biggest small town, for sure. Yes. Um, and the college is, like, not an afterthought. Like, it's central to the community, but it's also not, like, the only thing going on. Mm-hmm. I think it helps that we're a capital city. So is Columbus. Is it seriously? Yes. Mm. (laughs) I just want to rag on Columbus because, ew, Ohio State. The Blue Jackets probably suck too, so take that, Columbus. (laughs) What are the Blue Jackets? The NHL team? (laughs) There's an NHL team in Columbus, Ohio? Yes. Oh, Mio, oh, Mayo, oh, Columbus, Ohio. Rick Nash played know. there. That's a nice name. He sounds like his brother Steve, who played for the Lakers. <laughs> is, so, is, is wait, there a Steve of... Nash was Canadian. Yes. Uh, is my memory of what? Steve Nash, seriously, of him as a Laker. <laughs> and not the... Well, I owned NBA 2K13. Uh, okay. And that team was fire. In the game. In the game, they were great. In real life, that was one of the biggest disappointing free agent signings of all time. Right. Like, I remember when I played that game, I looked it up, and it was like, oh, no, Steve Nash was terrible. Kobe was mad. Dwight Howard was there. Like, but in the <laughs> Even game, then, they were so generous. good. Yes. I mean, he was in Los Angeles at the time. That's what I mean by present. Like, he was, he was accounted for. 
<laughs> but Steve Nash won two MVPs in Phoenix. He's the... <laughs> but I remember him as a Laker. <laughs> what? That is so funny to me. Like, I, 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 I willfully choose to remember A-Rod as a Mariner. <laughs> like, my mind does these things very intentionally. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, I've always thought the Phoenix Suns are stupid. Like, as an institution, they shouldn't exist. Basketball in Phoenix? What? Why? <laughs> you guys are supposed to have, like, Burning Man and drug-fueled peyote times and, like, topaz. Not basketball. Oh, man. What? <laughs> Are you afraid I'm going to offend the scores and scores of Phoenix Suns fans? The Suns haven't the had anything to cheer for in years. I just feel exactly. so bad for them. The Suns are almost as sad as the Padres. Honestly, like, at least the Suns have made it to an NBA Finals. Like, the Padres, I don't think they've... Have they even made it to a World Series? No, but you know what I'll say? I always rag on the Padres. And I should, because they're the Padres. But, <laughs> the Diamondbacks exist. Man, the Suns and the Diamondbacks are two teams that had extremely exciting players at one point in time and have just sucked for ten years. Absolutely fallen off the map. Yes. I would absolutely love to own season tickets to either one of those teams. Because what I would do, Justin, is I would wear the jersey of the opposing team every single game. <laughs> and I'd, I, I want, like, courtside tickets to the Suns. Just like, oh, Knicks are in town, time to wear my Knicks thing. Rockets in town, time to wear my Rockets at. Get a hat from no. Better yet, do you remember when Rob Lowe wore an NFL hat to the, like yes. the NFC Championship game? I'm gonna Rob Lowe. I'm gonna wear a black shirt and an NBA hat and just sit there. People are like, "Who you cheering for?" I'm like, "Basketball. Basketball is who I'm cheering." As for. a concept, just as an idea, I appreciate that basketball exists. You could probably walk on the court and ref a few of those games. I. D- I can't run that fast. <laughs> but in theory, you know what? I would do better as a right fielder for the Arizona Diamondbacks than I would as a referee at a Phoenix Suns game. <laughs> and that's batting as well. <laughs> because bullpens can't be trying against the Diamondbacks. Right? No. And even if they are, I'm not going to look any different than the other Diamondbacks. <laughs> I also feel like I look like a guy. <laughs> Would <laughs> play for the Arizona Diamondbacks, <laughs> right? Like bushy, ridiculous beardness. Like definitely wears glasses on the field. <laughs> like okay. is it accounted for fun in his spare time? <laughs> Which is not something I do, but it's just something it seems like a Diamondbacks player would be. Like, he is on a major league salary, absolutely. But for fun, he takes classes to become a CPA. Because baseball's not going to last forever when you're an Arizona Diamondback. He's the kid who kids want his baseball card just so they can make fun of him. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, people are like, what, what do you mean? You have a .000 batting average. You've started all 162 games. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know this, like, random kid from Norris that's, like, going to play for Florida State, but he's, like, not even going to Norris High School yet? He's an eighth grader at Norris? Oh, wow. No, I've not heard of this. He's going to end up at the Diamondbacks. Hand to God, we have our one good major league player from this town. His name is Alex Gordon. I guess, well, Jabba Chamberlain, too. He had his moments. Jabba's not... Is Jabba from Lincoln? Yes. Where did he? Oh, he went to North Star. Sport ball. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. About Shout North out Star. to Ketel Marte, second baseman of the Diamondbacks. You're a really exciting young player to watch, and I wish you weren't in Arizona so people would care. He won't be for long. Nope. If he's like, any good, he just won't be there for long. <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt left. Didi Gregorius left. You know. And those are the three Diamondbacks I can name of the past 10 years. Speaking, I believe, of other sports. I was going to try and transition, but then I forgot what the next block is. Okay, so <laughs> we had a bunch of really good transitions in there that we just did not take. So this is no, going to be our No, we had so many exit routes, and we just didn't do it. But right now... There, are, there is so much smoke around the idea that the NBA is going to make a go of it late July at Disney World, continuing and finishing the 2019-20 season. We just don't know how yet. But this thing looks like it's going to happen. Or at least be attempted. Talking about the National Basketball Association? Yes. Yeah. They're going to Disney. Yes. And- Which I'm excited for. I think that this is the perfect use of the, like, wonderful world of sports at Disney. Which, like, <laughs> I've been to Disney. You've been to Disney. Yes. Did you actually go to there? We saw the right. outside of it. But we you, didn't like, do anything. drive past it. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, not a park. No. Th- there's always some, like, random middle school cheer tournament going on there. Right. Yeah. And that's what the end of this NBA season feels like to me. <laughs> The caliber of, like, the the level of attention I'm going to pay to this is going to be similar to the level of attention I'd pay to, like, a middle school dance competition. Or, like, the National High School Show Choir Finals is, like, something that, like, gets hosted at Disney. And that's all I can think about when they're moving the, like, NBA to Disney is, like... Oh my god, it's just like the classic cup or whatever they call like the big national championship of show choir. Like so what I want to see is if James Harden can do a euro step into a step ball change. Oh uh, cuz I think we should have a dancing competition at the same time as we have It's like cuz nothing matters. It's coronavirus. The COVID has just, like, destroyed all semblance of normalcy. Of course I want to see the Houston Rockets bedazzler show choir. Westbrook has to have jazz hands, right? Like, I'm just trying to imagine. It's like their beef's on the court, but Harden and Westbrook doing show choir beef after one of them messes up a step. (laughs) That wasn't clean enough! Your arm 45s aren't sharp, James. I can't work with this. (laughs) You're sharp, Russell. You're constantly sharp. You're shrill. 
<laughs> You're a classic Paul Hog Soprano. <laughs> It'll be great. Oh, yes. So I'm incredibly excited to watch these stupid random playoffs if they do in fact happen because God, it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Cause this is the first season since LeBron's first stint on the Cavs that there is no clear favorite in either conference. I guess the Bucks. Who knows what just happened for the last two months. Yes. No one knows what anybody's been doing for the last two months. The Bucks far and away looked like the best basketball team before the shutdown, but Giannis doesn't have a hoop at his house. And hasn't seen a basketball hoop in two plus months. So. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? So he's just been shooting at the ceiling like you do when you're bored before a basketball game in like fourth grade. For we t- can't get Giannis a hoop? I don't know if he's bought one or not, but at the start of the shutdown, he didn't have one. I know Jimmy Butler bought hoops for all his Miami Heat teammates. And that honestly might be the difference maker in a couple series. I kid you not. From where we sit, it sounds like we're just going to start the playoffs like they start tomorrow. What the hell? Some people theorize that. There's, there's a lot of talk of they will invite every team that is, has a reasonable shot of making the playoffs, not just the playoff teams. And then they will play like – however many more games it takes to get to 70, because all these local TV contracts are for 70 games a year to make room for, like, 12 nationally televised games. So if they don't get to 70 games on the season, then they're and not... How many games the, are we at? I forget. I should know this, but I don't know. But, but once they get to 70, okay. then those contracts can get paid out, and that's, like, a couple million per team. So I think they're going to try to do that, but I don't think it's reasonable because then you stretch out this even further. And this is already has the chance of going into October as is. So I don't know how reasonable that is. Just if we do the playoffs, just if we do the playoffs, we might go all the way to October. Like, like if we seven game all the series, we give room for delays in case of positive tests. Sure. Here's my thing. We're very likely to have a positive test right at the beginning because there's a ton of people there. But as we go on, like literally exponentially, we're decreasing the number of people there. So I think once we get to like the semis, the COVID thing becomes less of a concern. There's less interaction. There's less things coming in and out, you know? Yes, but but we don't have money on this. Mm Mm-hmm but we don't know the exact terms of what they can and can't do with the bubble too. Because Jared Dudley of the Lakers said that what he's heard is that it's not going to be a strict bubble and players can really leave any time. And he even joked like, yeah, so, so we'll just lock LeBron and Anthony Davis in our rooms and go in the rooms and go about doing what we would normally do. And I'm like, you practice with these guys. You could still give it to them if you're responsible. So what up, Rudy Gobert? <laughs> okay, side point. Wouldn't it just be perfect, like the perfect end to the season, if the Jazz won the finals and Gobert got MVP? They would never give it to Gobert. <laughs> but like, what they just if he did? 
<laughs> oh, it'd be great. It'd be perfect. If, <laughs> My God, that would be terrible. If, if, if the Heat can't win it in this whatever playoff we get, I hope the Jazz want it to do. Be the jazz. I honestly think this like suits the Rockets. Yes, for a number of reasons. One being that, according to some sources, the NBA, if they go straight into the playoffs, they might just scrap conferences altogether and just go one through 16. That would be perfect for us. And that means your first round matchup would be the Utah Jazz, who just can't win against you guys. That would be so great. Because Rudy Gobert, he can shut down almost any traditional center in the league. The Rockets don't have a traditional center. <laughs> so that ruins the Jazz's whole defensive game plan. So, oh, and as, that's perfect. And as the prophecy states, the Rockets and the Jazz have to meet in the first round. So, <laughs> so that we win and then lose the next round. <laughs> but another thing that's been thrown out there, according to Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer, there is some support in the league office for the NBA to have a World Cup-style group stage to replace the first round of the NBA playoffs. Promise, 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 promise. Oh, my God. I love group stage. Yes. So I love group stage. It'll be the that top 20 like teams. That feels like a bad idea from a COVID perspective. For, yep, they'll take the top four teams from each flight. So, like, top four teams are in the league or group one. Next group two, three, four, five. They draw the groups with one from each group. They do a group stage. Right. Winners of those four groups, those are your conference the semifinals. The top two of each group. Oh, yeah. They're Pro- only taking one? I think so. I think each team, they like, plays each go to quarters. I think each team will, like, play each other twice in this proposal. They'll take the top from each one. Okay. This... First of all, sounds like a COVID nightmare. <laughs> like, from a public health standpoint, this makes no sense, right? Because, yes. Because then you're interacting with the same people again and again. And instead of just playing one other team at a time, so we just have to shut down the series, now we have to shut down the group. Because surely we're not playing double headers here. No. Like, surely it's one, two, three, like, one, two, three. They're never going to do that. Like, it's. No. It would be great, but they'll never do that. That's a terrible idea. I think that this is going to make the possibility of a basketball FA Cup that much higher. Yes. Because we're going to see how much fun it is to just have a random playoff competition. (laughs) And be like, can we do this every year? Yes, we can. Like, this is prime time for the NBA to test off any playoff ideas they've had. Just sitting in the back pocket with no real reason, no real way to test them before. Like, half right. of NBA fans aren't going to take this champion seriously anyway. I will, because random crap champions are, like, my favorite champions in sports history. So, yep. <laughs> looking at you, UCF. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, why not go wild? Another idea that I have had is there is a one like health expert says the games would be the risk of infection would be greatly reduced 
if the games were played outdoors. NBA is not considering that by any metric, but bring two hoops, set them up around Disney, and we can play anywhere Dude. basketball. How great! Play, play in front of the castle at Magic Kingdom, dude. Yes. Oh my God! Play in front of the like crazy like Tree of Life in um Animal Kingdom. Like, Animal Kingdom. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. Play basketball in the Honey I Shrunk the Kids like grass <laughs> playground and leave all the blades of grass up. Do it. No, 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 no. Play basketball in the theater where they do the Muppets 3D experience. That's what <laughs> While the Muppets 3D Just experience like, is going on. Oh, yeah. The commentators have to be Stadler and Waldorf. <laughs> Please. Just, pl- like, send the bubbles at the people. Like, do the whole, like, 3D experience throughout the game. And the thing is only, like, 15 minutes long. The players on the bench are just wearing 3D glasses. (laughs) Yes! The quarter ends when the Muppet experience ends. Thank you! Like, can you imagine, can you imagine, like, that's what they call the Muppet show? Buzzer! (laughs) It'd be perfect! Okay. And then, like, hold the final there because the confetti can come from the ceiling and Kermit the Frog can hand out the trophy. Oh, I now present the LeBron James your NBA Finals trophy. Ah. That was a terrible Kermit. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. And I am here at the NBA Finals. It's the worst Kermit I've ever heard. Like, I'm really bad Kermit, but that one's terrible. <laughs> okay, if you could... Wait. If you were a Muppet, which Muppet would you be? Am I Gonzo? You got big Gonzo vibes, bud. Can Fozzie Bear be the ref? And every time there's a travel, he goes, Hey, waka waka. <laughs> That shouldn't be as funny as it is. But <laughs> oh. That's the cold open. Yes. Discussion. <laughs> hey, Waka. Oh, Waka. I also want them to play a game at the like Indiana Jones action adventure, like where they have that whole show. <laughs> like, if somebody like travels or double dribbles, the ball is taken away from them with a bullwhip. <laughs> or like, I want I want them to do it in the Star Wars place. And have 3PO and R2-D2 feed whoever Whenever a team gets eliminated, they have to go on It's a Small World After All for like the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the jokes that we're going to be able to make. <laughs> With that three-pointer, Harden signs the Rockets fast pass to Space Mountain in the next round. <laughs> 
Just the winners get good rights. The losers have to go on like <laughs> the losers. It's small small world. World. Or like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> the teacups. I hate the teacup. They play right after going on the teacups. Oh god. I like can't feel emotions for like 20 minutes after the teacups. Like it scatters my brain, dude. I remember the first time I got off the teacups, I was like, holy, is this really what people in the 50s thought was fun? Like, this is how people used to have a good time. It blew my mind. The other thing is when you go to, so, oh my God, I've just realized that like, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Oh, this is how how we do it. it. This is, this how, is we how we do it. Sessential does okay. it like nobody. Okay. Continue. See, everything's better with dance breaks. But uh, regardless, you know how every like park in Disney has like subdivisions? Like you go to Magic Kingdom and it's like Frontierland, Adventureland, Tomorrowland. I'm only a little bit embarrassed that I know all these things. Main Street USA, right? So like you hold the like... You do it in, like, Magic Kingdom and then Epcot, right? And in Epcot, you can use, like, countries. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for the, for the conference finals, you use, like, right in front of the Epcot Dome and right in front of, which is really just a rip-off Desert Dome. I got to throw that out there. Throw. And then right in front of the castle at Magic Kingdom. And then the final of the whole thing. Can be held on Walt Disney's grave. <laughs> because he's rolling in it right now, I promise you. Imagine. Walt if, Disney would if, if vastly told- prefer that people were just dying and getting COVID in his parks instead of it being closed for the NBA. We should unfreeze him for the finals. God, my computer is freezing like Walt Disney's brain. Hey But instead of robot fans, I think they, they should just have like the characters just sitting there in the audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, ooh. What teams are Muppets fans of? This is the true question. <laughs> okay, Miss Piggy's definitely the Lakers. Kermit is a long suffering Knicks fan. Yeah. I feel strongly about <laughs> Kermit hates his life because he's a Knicks fan. <laughs> or maybe a Celtics because it ain't easy being green. <gasps> you're right. You're right. No, Fozzie's a Knicks fan. <laughs> he jokes the pain Who away. Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. Sam the Eagle is definitely a Wizards fan. Amen. Gonzo stopped watching when they got rid of the Supersonics. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> He's at every game holding a Save Our Sonic sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Gonzo's the guy who holds the John 316 sign. <laughs> he really doesn't care for sports anyway. He's just here to save souls. Statler and Waldorf are still Rochester Royals fans. 
no, no, no. They're Celtics fans. Yeah. They still yeah. call them the Minneapolis Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> but only because they know it's an insult. <laughs> um, Beaker and, uh, and the scientist guy are definitely Rockets fans. I, Everything I, about them is Rockets fans. Animals like a Rockets fan because he needs like something extreme to be a fan of. Animals a Rockets fan. That's true. That's true. Um, who would be a Heat fan? Good question. Because hmm. I was going to say animal for the Heat. In the LeBron years, he definitely was a Heat fan. <laughs> but he's like, he is definitely defected to the Rockets now. Yes. <laughs> What other Muppets are there? <laughs> Who can I assign to the Heat? Um, I feel like so you know the two like band members that aren't Ralph. No, that big guy with the golden teeth. He's, he's yes, Doctor Teeth. That's who I was thinking of. Doctor Teeth but is a all of fan. the gear. All of the gear he owns is like a big. Is only the Miami Vice colors. Yes. <laughs> Which like totally clashes with his whole feng shui, but he doesn't care because it's dope. Oh, shit. Who uh, have we done? Rizzo. Rizzo. Rizzo's a Brooklyn Nets fan, <laughs> and he's as surprised as anybody in the Turkey. <laughs> uh, no, Gonzo's a Toronto Raptor fan. I like him as a Sonics fan better. There's got to be a more Canadian. I don't know, but I think he got into them after Kawhi left. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Raptors are the champions. Oh, yeah, I'm totally going to be a bandwagoner. We lost Kawhi Leonard? Gonzo. (laughs) See, you're Gonzo. That was a spitting image. Thank you. It's too good. (laughs) Yeah. Big Bird's a Pelicans fan, just because. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. He doesn't care that they're not good at basketball. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're they're big birds. Uh, Oscar the Grouch also a Knicks fan. Yep. <laughs> uh, Grover is L.A. Clippers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because he and Miss Piggy definitely like have low-key beef that like doesn't seem like it should boil over but does uh elmo i i I get lakers vibes from elmo because i know elmo and magic johnson are friends oh okay okay elmo and his friend magic that makes sense i get bulls i get bulls vibes from elmo i can see that i get big like Good buddies with Mr. Michael Jordan, like Mr. Michael Jordan. I'm leaving the impressions to you, but that was a pretty good album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mr. Michael Jordan. Mr. They're, Michael Jordan. No, no, just stands wherever LeBron goes. That's it. He's just real tight with LeBron. <laughs> yeah, Elmo doesn't have a team. He just. The most popular player at the time is who he's a fan of. Yeah, absolutely. Elmo just hopes both teams have fun. 
arguably the most hyped soccer event worldwide since since the shutdown. Uh, Der Klassiker kicked off today. It was the biggest rivalry in German football, Bundesliga. And it was fine. It was a game. There was a game. It happened. There was a scandal. It was very German. It was very, like, technical, like, German-style football, man. Yeah. I was a bit let down. I. It was fine. It was fine. It was like, I thought it might be even worse. Okay. Like, both teams tried to win the game. Which is cool. (laughs) Like... And I think it would have been a lot more fun if they'd gotten that call right. Yes. So, for those who didn't watch the game, there was a handball call that just was very obvious. So, Dortmund went one down 1-0 one to Bayern on, like, you know, textbook Bayern play. Like, they, they played like Bayern does. <laughs> a very, very clinical, heavy passing, smart decision-making, and just Boring. slowly break the other team down. I don't like Byron's style of play. Like, I very much prefer Dortmund's, especially when they're clicking. And I thought the fun parts of the game were when Dortmund was counterattacking. Absolutely. Because, like, Dortmund had all the shots in the last 20 minutes. And it's like, is this the moment where ball don't lie and they get the equalizer? And it never was. They just No, no. They were close. I think Eric Harlan's overrated. Like, I would have told you that before this game. I believe it even more strongly now. Um, I think he could have been more creative about that strike. The, yeah, a lot I think of his shots were just I think he, straight on. Which is fine, but, like, not franchise player amazing. Uh, which is frustrating, because I want Dortmund to be good because I don't like Bayern. And I get those vibes from Justin as well. Mm-hmm. Bayern's winning, and I want to see carnage and chaos, so I was going for Dortmund, right. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. which could still happen because let's look at the table. Yeah, like, and the broadcasters were saying it doesn't so much matter as what these teams do here, it's what they do to other teams. It's like, well, this was right. a huge rivalry yeah. game. I thought that was a really astute observation. Like, it matters, but it's not a six pointer. Um, so yeah, Bayern now has 64 points, Dortmund has 57. Leipzig has 54. And there are still plenty of games to play. Um, So, whereas, you know, this hurts the chances of a different team winning. Obviously, you'd rather be Bayern today. Uh, And if Dortmund had won, it would have been a one-point gap, which would have been super fun. Realistically, Bayern's probably going to win. I think the fun of this is going to be seeing how the top of the table shakes out. And frankly... Watching soccer again, because, God, it feels good to watch a live sport that actually matters. I know. Even though it's sort of hard to feel like it matters with the pumped-in crowd noise and stuff. Right. When you look and you see the empty crowd, it's like, I get that this is very important. It just feels a bit less so. But I have to say, aside from that, soccer is one of the better sports I've seen come back without fans from a viewer perspective. Like oh for sure, like this is something I wanted Soccer to talk and about baseball too. Baseball have done very well. Mm-hmm. I think golf, when they're playing, it's really good, but 
when it's just four people golfing, that's not a good television event. Unless they're like right. mic'd up constantly like Brady, Tiger, Phil, Peyton were. Well, I think a full tournament would be perfect. Oftentimes the crowd during a tournament just annoys me. So I think that if you had like cut, 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 like honestly a lot of the bullcrap would be stripped out. It would just be the golf. Yes, because I love that. And also you get more focus on player celebrations, which is what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. I think watching Tiger Woods win a Masters in front of no one would be a fascinating dynamic. Because he always has like a gallery of people following him around. He always has. So when the tournament starts to really matter and he's there by himself, that's going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Are they doing the Tour de France this year? Because I would totally watch it. That seems like something that does not need fans to be good. They claim they are. They're planning on April, uh, I mean, excuse me, August 29th as the starting date. So, but if you're ever bored, look up best Tour de France gallery people. And there are extremely wild fans. Yeah. I think certain sports are going to be really bad. I'm going to miss fans in football. Oh, yeah. There's no amount I'm going to miss fans in basketball. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be weirdly quiet. Because basketball as a sport creates a bunch of noise. Yes. Like, the floor squeaking is going to be... Shoe squeak. Insufferable. And, and that's, like, the main reason why I'm sort of rooting for the randomest possible outcome in this playoffs. Because if this was the year that Giannis got over the hump and won his first title, or if this was LeBron winning one for Kobe, like, both those achievements, I'd love to see them, but they would just feel so lessened without fans there. Like winning, winning one for Kobe feels different because it's been months too, right? Like Kobe died at the end of January. Yeah, late January, and so much has happened since then where that's no longer the biggest right. sports story of the year. And this is going to sound dark, but the last few weeks have put death in perspective. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, go look at the front page of the New York Times from last weekend on Sunday. And I think I have a lot of thoughts on this, and it's a lighthearted sports show, so we're going to keep it that way. But, okay. uh, but yeah, I think that winning one for the Gipper is, like, less powerful after this break. That's a storyline I'm less interested in. Mm-hmm. But like, and I never have been that interested in Giannis as a commodity. What? He's not my kind of star. He's the Greek. He's a fun guy. He's the Greek freak. He's bigger and longer and more skilled than anybody who's come before him. He's, <laughs> he's on the Milwaukee Bucks. He's made them a much w- must-watch team. Okay, Fear the Deer is like the best, like... Like, Boston Strong, and then, like, Up the Reds, and then Fear the Deer as, like, team year rallying cries, like, goes in that order. But Fear the Deer is really good. Mm-hmm. I love Giannis so much, man. <laughs> I'm glad you do. I'm excited that, like, so, again, I got really into the NBA and then it closed out. 
which was just like fucking tragic for me because I was really starting to get invested in like I was listening to daily podcasts about the Rockets of hosts that are not good. There is not a good daily or even weekly Rockets podcast out there. I've looked, I have searched, I have like checked over Tree and Vale. Um, is there a good like daily NBA podcast out there? Just like a whip around that I could like start again once it all starts up. I'm pretty sure that's what the daily ding is. I've never heard it, but the name seems promising. It's by the ringer. Is that the one with Bill Simmons on it? Yes. I really like Bill Simmons. I know He's some people don't. I really like Bill Simmons. He is such a journalist, man. Like he's a very thoughtful sports writer. <laughs> I love his guest commentary on 2K. Oh god, those are the best, aren't they? That's like the only time I turn up the sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for when 2K gets good in, like, 2050. <laughs> I'm really excited for... Um, PGA 2K? PGA 2K! It's going to be great. <gasps> I don't like the putting mechanics of the golf club, so I hope they change that. But... Tiger Woods on the Wii is a hard bar to clear, though. Like, that's... Mostly... As, like, gameplay mechanics? Yes. Like, I get that people don't want to sit there and shake a Wii remote for hours playing a video game, but at least that felt like somewhat golf rather than right stick up, right stick down, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes, yeah, the Wii felt, the Wii didn't feel stupid in 2008. Like, trying to go back and playing it in high school, it felt kind of stupid. Yeah, there's definitely times where I've queued up Wii NCAA football for old times' sake, and I'm like, how did I play this? Yeah. Even though it's still kind of a fun game. NCAA 2008 on a Lark once. Oh my god, the graphics are so bad. Who made that game? And you think about PGA Tour, oh wait, like Tiger, the Tiger Woods game. And it's like it holds up as a game from 08. And like Skyrim was like 2010. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But like, it's 08 had some really fun features in NCAA. Like, you, you Did could. It really? Just, yeah. The stuff that the NCAA made them take out type stuff. Like, you could discipline what? your players. You would get like reduced scholarships and bowl bans if you didn't do it enough. It, it was it was never anything super serious. It was like, this guy's been cheating on his tests. How many games do you uh, want to suspend him? This guy was involved at an altercation. <laughs> what do you do with him? What if you gave him like super light punishments? The, then you better pray the NCAA doesn't come hunting you. Because nice. if, if you make it a pattern. There's like there's like a suspicion level two type bar. If like your suspicion level this. was high enough, then they would come and crack down on you. But if you just like that's so great. Yeah, they made them remove that, but that that was beautiful. <laughs> and they renewed it. They removed it between '08 and '09. I think between like as soon as the games came out from the Xbox 360, rather than just Xbox, wow. PS1, Wii. 
that's when they axed it. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, well we have I a, think that's a podcast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>